some of them are more interested in it than others. They mm-hmm. all have different interests, but I'm lucky they're they all have different um, geeky interests. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, welcome to 321 Lay On, the podcast about LARPing. I'm Ashen, and with me is my brother Evan. And we have recently gotten back into LARPing and uh, liked it so much, we wanted to start a podcast and talk to some people about their experiences and get some cool stories around LARPing. Today we have Michael Beam. Uh, he's a really cool guy we've been playing with recently. And a fun fact about him is uh, at least. The first event we went to, he was there with, uh, I believe it was four of his kids, right? Right. At least three of them. No, yeah, four. And so I thought that was a pretty cool thing for me to see, um, you know, a generation of LARPers and gamers. Um, but we also have pretty much always gamed with family, um, meaning with our brothers whether Evan and I or our older brothers or younger brother. It's always easier to go with a group and friends and family makes it great because you can uh, work your characters together and you can balance each other out, which we tried to do with our group of friends, which about half was family. So, Yeah, I'm sure it's different for different people. Yeah, we tend to complement our skill sets and stuff. Uh, at least in the games we've played. And I definitely hope someday to uh, LARP with my son. Whether he likes it or not. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In another 15 years or so, probably. (laughs) But, uh, alright. So, anything else you want to add before we get into this interview? I don't think so. Alrighty, and with that, enjoy this conversation with Michael as he talks about LARPing with family. Thanks for joining us, Michael, and why don't you just give us a little brief introduction. Tell us about yourself. Um, sure. Um, my name's Mike Beam. Um, guess we're talking about uh, LARPing with, or gaming with families tonight. Um, mm-hmm. Probably the reason you asked me is because I have four kids, and my wife and my four kids, um, all of us are gamers of all sorts, um, video games, tabletop games, role-playing games collectible card games, and, and LARPing. And uh, what's the frequency of all that? Is it pretty much a daily event? The, um, there's definitely more video gaming at this point than anything else, just because it's easier to, you know, it's easier to do without, without uh, any, worrying about anyone else's schedule. Right. Um, now that my kids are older, my oldest daughter is in a, a group that plays Pathfinder. Uh, my older son DMs a different group that plays Pathfinder. Um, and we play every so often we start up and try and start a campaign and see how well it does. But with two of my kids are in college, one of them's going to be starting work soon and one of them's in, in middle school. So sometimes schedules get away from us and it's mm-hmm. hard to, <laughs> um, but, uh, we've, we've managed to go to every, every event, of frontier dawn LARP so far since it started. Although my, my daughters are working the next two months, so they're not going to make the next two, but. Uh, so that's month. That's monthly. Now, has this been a um, well? Give me a little bit of background on yourself. Did you grow up gaming, or when did you get into this kind of activity? Yeah, I um, I've been. I remember um, in fourth grade, which would have been thirty-two years ago, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons with friends, and 
Uh, that was the red basic box set, and then we've gone through every edition since then as they've come out, except fourth, which we looked at a little but didn't really care for. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the fifth edition rule books, but we're still playing Pathfinder at this point, although I, I like what I see in fifth edition, so we'll probably try that soon. Um, as far as uh, LARPing or any other, uh, and along with that, that runs, you know, I remember when we started playing D&D, we, we of course, Gamma World and Traveler and Paranoia and everything that came along through there. When I was in college, Vampire, uh, World of Darkness was huge. Um, we did, I did, my wife and I have both done Vampire LARP in college. Oh, cool. Um, we actually, my wife and I met in the Renaissance Club at our college, and so, um, we, we know we've, we've ever since we, and she, she, she was a gamer before I met her. And, um, we, she makes a lot of garb and we used to vend at fairs and, and, uh, we vended at LARP events even before we started doing any fantasy LARP. That was awesome. So, and then when the kids got older, um, as soon as they were old enough, they, they showed interest in playing. So we've, we've played D and D with them since they've, since they've been old enough to play eight, nine, ten. You know, some of them are more interested in it than others. They mm-hmm. all have different interests, but I'm lucky they're, they all have different, um, geeky interests. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, that's great. That's, uh, definitely something I look forward to with having an almost one year old. And he's definitely a lot of fun, but it's, it, I do think of when he'll be older and, you know, not that he has to do all the things I like, but it'll be nice yeah. to enjoy video games and gaming and someday hopefully LARPing. Yeah. Well, the nice thing is I found is even even if my uh, I've gotten into things that they've been interested in too. Mm-hmm. It's not all it's not all one way. So they've 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 like um, both my daughters are big into supernatural. They um, they've been to supernatural conventions. My wife and my older son are <clears throat> sorry very into anime. <clears throat> so they um, they they cosplay a lot of anime at conventions, things like that. So it's pretty broad spectrum, and it, it goes both ways. People, everybody in the family has diff- different interests that they bring back and share with everybody else kind of to some degree. No, that's cool. That's very cool. So, yeah, talk a little bit, um, again, specifically your experience with LARPing and um, how long have you been doing it and what kind of games have you played? Um, sure. Um, <clears throat> like I said, in college, my wife and I both have played some va- some World of Darkness vampire LARPs. Nothing on a regular basis, but that was real big in the in the nineties when we went to college. Um, and then we've also done we've been to lots of different conventions, both anime conventions, sci fi conventions, um, gaming conventions, and so we've done I've done one off LARPs at conventions and stuff. Um, prior to Frontier Dawn, um, I I had NPC'd a few times at Legacy, and my older son PC'd at Legacy. Um, and I really liked that, and I really liked the people there. But it was a pretty long drive, and mm. and the kids were young, were y- a little bit younger than. I mean, my youngest was would have been under ten, so it was it was hard to get away for a whole weekend, you oh, know. Sure. And, but now they're all old enough that half the time they're off on their own anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it was legacy. Is that what you called it? Yes, legacy. Um, yeah, a, a lot familiar. of the, some, a good number of the Frontier Dawn uh, staff and players uh, played in legacy. Um, other than that, um, I don't have a lot of, I, I'm relatively new to LARPing actually. Um, the Frontier Dawn really only started officially in March. We, we, I did go to the, to the beta at the alpha and the beta tests last year to test out the rules, but, 
um, 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 I like the fact that we got in at ground level on this one. It's mm-hmm. and it's a really great group of people. Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, pleasantly surprised with everyone I've met so far and the interactions and stuff we've had. Was uh, was that how you found out about this LARP? Was you had been gaming with some of the people running it? Uh, yeah, um, the same friend that the reason my son PC'd at Legacy um, was well, we had friends that would travel up. And that and he and I were both friends with, so they actually I would actually meet them, and they would take him up, and then I'd meet them Sunday on the way back. Oh. When um when they when they got notified about um the new about Frontier Dawn starting, they they um included me on the they thought we would be interested, so they got us in on the Facebook group early. Very cool, and uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, Frontier Dawn, your experience playing and seeing that kind of come to fruition sure um i i think like i said it's hard to say without having a lot of the players and staff there have a lot more experience having played at multiple other larps that i haven't so it's it's hard for me i don't have a lot of comparison Mm -hmm. but i have to say um i like everybody that i like everybody that comes this i I really like the staff i really like a lot of the players and um i think that's a, a that's a big portion of why I really look forward to going every month. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I get, uh, when I, before going to a social event, I end up get psyching myself out and, and getting nervous about doing it and talking myself out of it. And then, uh, not one can do it at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of interacting with other people. But the truth of the matter is I never feel that way about this LARP. I really look forward to it all the way up to going. And, um, I, I think the staff runs a really nice, event there's uh the nice thing about it just comparing it to things i've heard from other events is that there um there's a lot of role play and puzzle solving and diplomacy and politics it's not all fighting i mean there's a good amount of fighting but um the players are not just out to kill everything and take all the loot um (laughs) there's nothing nothing wrong with that if in the right setting that's just not this setting so it it um works out really nicely Cool. Tell us a little bit about uh, your character and talk about how your your family comes into play with that. Um, whether you're, I'm not, I'm not actually not aware. If, I, I guess you're not all family in game, right? Because you play different races and stuff. Yeah, uh, correct. Actually, none of us are direct family in the game. But I I play a bobbin, which is in essence an adventurous hobbit race. Mm-hmm. Um, my youngest son plays an obake, which is uh, Japanese-inspired race, like an anthropomorphic animal, Japanese-inspired race. He plays uh, technically a tanuki, which is a raccoon, but he's mm-hmm. more of a red panda. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, <laughs> his character was raised by me in the Shire, so he wasn't raised. I mean, he, so he's he's my adopted son. Um, and then my younger daughter also plays an obaki, um, a fawn. Um, she, know, she knew us from there, but we're not related. And then... Um, my my older son plays a wishling with no, who's no, not related to us at all. And we met met our characters met at the game, mm-hmm. and my older daughter is a bobbin as well, so she's from the Shire, so she somewhat knows us. Um, I I didn't want to push them too much to have have be like oh no we're gonna be a family and I really wanted them to make all their own characters and do whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, it was with Colin with my youngest son being his, the age he was because he was when he started he was only thirteen. Was, uh, since he had to be with me all the time anyway, because um, until he turned fourteen, which so now he can he can go off on mods by himself as long as I'm at the event. 
Um, that's kind of why we decided to have him be related because sure. we're, we're going to be together anyway. <laughs> yeah. And your wife plays too, or she doesn't, she came to one, one day event, which okay. was sort of an unofficial event. Um, we weren't playing our characters, but it was set in the world. It was like a themed party, more like she enjoyed it, but she has, um, she has a lot of, she does a lot of other stuff and she's pretty busy. So she hasn't had the time to get involved in, in it yet. I, we keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. I keep t- asking my character or asking my wife what kind of character she wants to play. <laughs> I was like, look, you can basically be like a Harry Potter character. <laughs> Yeah. Just change the name, make it fit, make up your own wizard school <laughs> someday. Uh, no, that's great. Um, it's kind of a a unique thing where it's like you're not pushing them to make their backstory, you know, fit the family or, you know, do, do you find yeah. you try to encourage their own choices and creativity with these kind of oh, things? Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, they really all have their own interests. I mean, my oldest daughter is very into um she's she's very into art but her her she's very into um um anything tolkien and anything marvel cinematic universe (laughs) that's her big Mm -hmm. things my my son is super into video games and anime my old my younger daughter is into star trek with me uh as well as she reads a lot they all they all read a lot (laughs) um supernatural my my daughter's into supernatural my youngest son, we play video games. We play Minecraft a lot together or Ark together. Um, I wish he read more. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, like I said, they, they all have their own. They all have their own interests that I, I encourage them to do what they do, what they like, you know. Yeah, that's great. Um, are there any unique challenges that you find? Whether yeah, just paying, game- paying, uh, uh, paying for it. <laughs> yeah. I, I still at this point, I still. I still pay for everybody to go, but that I told I told everybody I'd pay for them to go for the first year if they were interested. My my older kid, like I said, my the two that are in college, they all live at home yet. They the two that are in college commute. Um, my my older son is um, he's starting a job shortly down in Philly, so he's he'll probably be the first one to start paying for his own event. It's at, at Frontier Dawn is actually not terribly expensive. It's it's a very good value. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's for a whole weekend and with your food for two meals for $40, it's, it's pretty, pretty good. But, uh, and then, but on top of that, um, we make a lot of, like I said, my wife and I used to vend at Ren Fairs and stuff. So my wife can make garb a lot and, um, she has access to some embroidery machines through her job. She works, she works for an embroidery company. Um, part of the perks of her job is she's allowed to, to go in off hours and use the machines awesome. to run her own stuff. So she does a lot of really cool embroidered stuff for for the different characters. Um, so I mean, I, yeah, the, the challenge, like I said, challenges are uh, the main challenge is just paying for everything. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice you get to you know play a game, but also have family time and um, watch them enjoy the thing. And yeah, yeah, and we have a good. I mean, it's it's not even just at the event. We have a lot of fun talking about it after and before and. Even though my wife doesn't go, she's always interested in hearing about it, hearing about what the kids are into and what, what they liked. And the nice thing with with this particular LARP is it's very close. It's less. It's like a half hour away from us. Oh, perfect. So it's it's really nice. Yeah. Do you have any other family um, that are into gaming? Uh, no, I'm an only child. Um, my parents have never really been into gaming. They they were always encouraging when I was younger. 
um, you know, I'm, they're the ones that when I was when I was in tenth, uh, fourth grade, and I got the D and D box set and stuff. They, you know, I got it from family, and they were always encouraging about it. And I've always been a reader, my ever since I was little. Um, but none of my dad and my mom, they don't really play any games for the most part. Um, my my dad, I, my dad is a pretty. He does like like sci fi fantasy on TV. Like he'll watch Game of Thrones, and honestly, my earliest memory of my whole life is actually watching Star Trek, the original series with my dad when I was, I, I, I wasn't even old enough to other than have images of sitting on the couch next to him watching it. So I, that, that's, that's been Star Trek and D and D, you know, been around in my life a long time. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool now that it's, um, it is becoming a generational thing and, yeah, you know, our children, it's going to be such different from, you know it's not so much of a niche or uh you know oh, lesser yeah. known thing um it's it's just so wide known and popular these days um that it's going to be different for them growing up you know oh i i see it already i mean i'm i think i'm a little I'm, I'm a bit older than you i remember when i was in school very few people liked the stuff that we like and it, you would get i mean it, i didn't go to i went to pretty good schools i mean they weren't they weren't you know, they weren't like fancy schools or anything, but they were pretty good schools where there wasn't a lot of like bullying and stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was, you would get teased and picked on for reading D and D books in school or, you know, that kind of thing. And, and now when, uh, when my kids got old enough to start playing they're so they had so many friends interested in playing that we would have to turn people away. It'd be like, Hey, we have 16 people that want to, I'm like, I can't run. I can't run 16 <laughs> people. That, that doesn't work. Um, yeah. so, I mean, it's, it really is, completely different now than it than it was when i was growing up and i think it's a great thing i'm not i'm not one of these like angry gatekeepers of nerddom you know i think it's great that people can be into what they're into without getting picked on i wouldn't want anybody to have to be picked Mm -hmm. on for it like i was (laughs) right um do you have friends and contemporaries who also have kids and family that you know game together and stuff like that um some but not a lot honestly my wife and i among our friend group we started having kids earlier than most of them. So most of my, my kids are a little older than a lot of our contemporary friends, kids, you know, so they're, they're, um, well, I shouldn't say it. So, like we have friends whose whose oldest is as old as my youngest, you know, and th- they do stuff, um, with them. But, um, for the most part, I was just a, a lot of, a lot of my kids, friends growing up, they're still very close to, my oldest three are so close in age that they really have they share a lot of the same friend group and they my house is the house everybody always hung out at so they'd come over and play games at my house and that's why like I said when they wanted to play D&D it would end up being 16 people trying <laughs> trying to get in a group and you know yeah. all their a lot of their friends would be interested and when we go for instance we go to a ZenkCon in Lancaster every year we go to multiple conventions um, my wife vends at multiple conventions but ZenkCon is kind of our home convention we end up having about we, we we have anywhere from like sixteen to twenty two people go in our group oh, wow. because my kids' friends ever you know as soon as they were old enough to kind of go when they were older teenagers and they weren't really old enough to go by themselves but they were old enough to go without their parents if we were there you know we'd end up taking a pretty sizable group of of teenagers <laughs> now a lot of them are older my daughters group split off and she gets her own hotel rooms and and organizes that and my mm-hmm. my son my older son got his own room this year and put together his group i like hearing these stories um yeah because same with me my parents were 
yeah, they were definitely into like Lord of the Rings and, uh, you know, Chronicles of Narnia and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they, they liked, you know, watching us game together. And I, I think I got into it mostly because of my older brothers, um, you know, they were into D and D and then he would play with us when we got old enough to figure out what was going on and, um, got us into LARPing and all that stuff. Um, so it is nice to have, you know, not just go out and play a game or friend time, but also get to see your family. Um, which was nice about this group for, for us, since it was like uh, Eastern PA, it was kind of mm -hmm. the middle ground. I live up in Connecticut and uh, oh, wow. my brother, I'm, we're originally from Pittsburgh. So it was a nice middle point. Um, and we had found it through a friend of ours that lives in Wilkesbury. Okay. Um, so it was nice to, that made it worth driving out there and not just playing a cool game, but you know, spend time with my brother. Any cool family gaming stories that you'd like to share? Huh. Um, well, uh, actually, I did think of one when you mentioned it about... Um, I, the, I started my kids off... It's not gaming, but um, I did start my kids off early enough when when um, my older son was born, my um, my first daughter... My, my oldest daughter was 14 months old. So we... Um, I, had to, I couldn't stay in the hospital with my wife... Um, um, when, uh, overnight I was there with her when he was born, obviously, but then I had to come home to take care of her at night. So even though she was only 14 months old, um, we watched, um, star, star Wars, uh, as it's called now a new hope, but it was just star Wars then. Right. And then when my third child was born, I again had to come home at night because I had two little ones at home and we watched me and my older two watched, uh, empire strikes back. And then when my youngest was born, my my I, my I came home because we had three at home, and we watched uh, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. So it became like an ongoing theme, and of course, by then they were old enough to understand what was going on. They had already seen it before because he's quite my youngest is quite a bit younger than the rest. He's he's um, five years younger than than his next oldest one. So that's a cute story. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about uh, what's in the future? Continue LARPing. Oh yeah, we're. I'm. I'm hoping to, uh, especially if it's being so close. I'm really hoping to keep going to Frontier Dawn as long as it runs. Um, from what I understand, they have a they have a pretty complete story arc in mind. Um, and then I don't know if they're going to end it then or start a new arc and have people bring new characters in. I mean, it's not short term. I think it's multiple years. But I like the fact that they have an like an end goal in mind, mm -hmm. and it's not going to get super powerful. So e new people can always come in um without feeling like they can't do anything you know mm -hmm. what i mean i like that about it a lot um and then um i still have um my oldest daughter is a senior in, in college this year so I, well, once she graduates I, I don't i don't know how soon they'll all be moving out but i imagine it'll start within the next two or three years mm -hmm. either, well probably within the next my my son will probably my oldest son will probably be the first one who knows how far it'll take them. My daughter wants to work in museums, so she may end up moving to like DC or something. And, um, but that's still close enough to come back mm -hmm. once a month in LARP. <laughs> sure. <definitely. So> we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> Is this something you'd recommend? Um, other families that are into gaming and LARPing, they do it together. Oh yeah, I definitely would. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm surprised no one. Well, I, like I said, a lot, I'm, I'm probably the, I think I might be the oldest player at frontier dawn. And, and like I said, my wife and I started having kids. We, we weren't real young. We were, I was 22 
or 23, she was 20, I was 23, she was 22. But like I said, a lot of our friends, kids are younger than my kids and Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends are younger than me and their kids are even younger still. So I think as their kids get older, we'll start seeing more, more, hopefully more people bringing their kids into it and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely great. Well, thanks for your time, Mike. It's been great meeting you and getting to talk to you. And I look forward to hopefully seeing you at the next event. Yep. Hope to see you then. Alrighty. Thanks again, Michael, for joining us on the show. And, uh, always a lot of fun LARPing with you, man. Um, he's kind of become the guild master of all the crafters. Him and one of his kids are, uh, the crafting classes. So they're, they're always the ones that go to if you need a, an armor made or a potion. I think, I believe he's officially the guild master yeah. of the settlement, right? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Or I think they have a crafting guild, but either way, yeah. He's the guild master. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of cool things. Um, you know, I think that's an interesting thing to, to see, you know, now that people who grew up when we were younger and people even older than us, you know, now that they have kids and they're gaming and getting into the things that, you know, their parents were into when they were teenagers and stuff. Uh, I think it's a pretty cool thing. And to have, you know, it be so much more accepted and part of the family and everything is, is a really cool thing. Yeah, and... Uh... I believe by the time this uh, podcast will be released, uh, Michael said his wife had not actually been to an event, or she had not been too involved. She'll, you know, she's at least come to uh, meet people and her way to attending. So you might get the full family achievement there. <laughs> yeah, we got a while to go. We probably won't get that one. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, cool. Thanks for joining us and uh, hit us up with any of your stories of LARPing with brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, uncles, cousins, whatever. And don't forget those brothers from other mothers. Catch us next time on 321 Lay On.